Hello and welcome to House School. My name is Shane Allen, your host. I'm from the Anthony Butera team with Keller Williams. I'm joined as always by my good friend and yours, Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections. Justin, how are you? Good. Good to be here. I feel it in your voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like I feel like I'm not holding you hostage no. at all. You can put the gun down. It's audio only. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the summertime, Justin. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. So let's talk about HVAC, air conditioning, what people need to know. Uh, by the way, house school podcast is going to teach you about your house, whether you are in the market thinking about buying a home, well, you should be on the lookout while you're uh, you know, doing your home search, or you've been a homeowner for a while and you're just like, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. I know nothing. We're here to help. So we're going to talk about HVAC, what Justin looks for as a home inspector when he's going into houses um, and checking out those systems. You know, I, this is definitely one of the bigger topics for sure uh, that homeowners, they want to know what is the age of the system. Sure. Is it in working condition? Yep. How, you know, if it's not and it's old, how long do you think I got until I have to fix it? Because it's, it's an expense. It's not, it's not going to ding you um, like the craziest amount, like, you know, getting a roof replaced or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not a new roof or foundation or anything like that. But, I mean, it has the potential to be really expensive if things are really messed up. So, and also, you know, safety is important as well so let's just let's get right into it justin what are you looking for as a home inspector when you are cracking into an hvac system yeah so um so half of hvac is um the heating system which we'll cover at another time because sure. that can be a whole nother yeah let's do that a whole nother show we'll just... so strictly talking about the cooling then yeah let's go cooling so when i'm looking at the cooling um you focus on the condenser that is the unit that is outside and that is that has the fan it has the coils and that makes the the humming sound um when you're sitting on your deck having dinner all that kind of stuff so um how it operates so starting from the bottom up so the way it works is in that unit that sits outside there is a compressor and there's a fan so the compressor takes in coolant from the furnace inside and it makes it expand inside the actual unit which causes it to be cold so the fan runs across um, these loops and that gives up heat to the outside so mm -hmm. once it's cold it then runs through another line into the house and it runs through another heat exchanger where your furnace runs air across it and that's what distributes cold air throughout the house so that cold gets given up to the house and then the cycle continues so that's your general thousand foot overview look of how your cooling works outside and we can go into heat pumps and things like that they essentially work the same way uh, but they can be reversed and they can do heating as well. So, uh, but strictly talking um, um, cooling only, central electric cooling, uh, it's a one-way loop, uh, which is what like 90% of people have if they have air conditioning at their house. Um, so when I'm looking at a unit, I'm looking to see the age of it initially. Okay. They usually have a lifespan of about 20 years, 25 years. It's a little bit less than a furnace um, just because they sit outside. 
um, and the fluctuation of temperature and elements that they that they have to withstand gotcha. is way more than what your furnace does okay. just living in the basement. So um, we look for if they need to be cleaned, which 90% of them need to be cleaned, they get filled with cottonwood. I don't know if you've noticed the cottonwood this year has been like three weeks of it. Yeah, it's well, it's tough to crazy. see it all with uh, my eyes watering and <laughs> not being able to breathe because of it. But yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's been nuts this, this year. So um, I would suggest to have your cooling cleaned midsummer. So after the cottonwood is done, uh, because it sucks in, as the fan is running, it's sucking air in and cottonwood and dirt and cut grass and stuff like that gets trapped in these heat exchanger fins. And then your unit is basically trying to cool the house while wearing a wool sweater on. So um, it, it reduces the efficiency of it and you can increase the pressure within the unit and that can cause premature damage or, you know, you know it can wear the, the unit out prematurely. Gotcha. So um, looking to see if it needs to be cleaned, any kind of damage with it. Um, the insulation that runs from the house to the unit outside regularly should be maintained. Okay. Uh, every couple of years, take a look at that, see if it's starting to degrade, if it's ripped, if it's damaged. A lot of times it gets hit with like a weed whacker or something like that, so mm. it gets cut and kind of pulls chunks of it off. Okay. Um, that insulation is really important to, to keeping the efficiency of the unit as well um, because we want all the cooling power that that, that that unit has done. It's put into the cooling gas uh, to get into the house and get into the furnace so it's cooling your house but because if we have uninsulated pipe that's coming from the unit outside into the house it's basically giving up the cool that your unit has put in to the outside air so you're paying to cool the outside essentially Yikes. so you want to you want to make sure that that's insulated um what else so so Heat pumps are, are second to central electric, which is what most people have. Heat pumps are becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, you have one in your house. A lot of people refer to them as mini splits. Yeah. Um, where you see them a lot with the Mitsubishi electric ones. There's like They're sold as like ductless cooling. Uh, they have the unit that just kind of sits on the wall. And um, that will do heating and cooling. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's the big one on? Uh, everybody gets fed Instagram ads from them. It's like Mr. Cool or something like that. Mm. These are the ones that are like they they claim you're. Oh, these are DIY systems you can do yourself. Oh, really? Stuff like that. I'm yeah. not seeing a DIY type. Okay. I would always recommend to have an yeah. HVAC contractor put one of those in. Yeah, there's no shot. No, because yeah. there's quite a bit of intricacy that is involved with that. Uh, as far as applying the amount of gas bleeding the lines, um, we're talking about some some pretty good power output as well that you sure. have to deal with. So um, always, always, always have a professional install that stuff. Because um, you're probably going to end up getting a professional to fix it anyways. Absolutely. Or replace it, yeah. and then you've bought two systems. Yes. So you've you've had good luck with yours or... Yeah, so far so good. I mean, I think we might have ended up with my house getting systems that are too big for our house. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you should be getting sized correctly and stuff like that. But 
Yeah, so far so good. I mean, we've had them now for three years, haven't really had any issues. Yep. Probably need to be cleaned out. And that's a good point you bring up. Um, they need to be properly sized because if they're not, a lot of, you know, here in America, everything's bigger is better, but not sure. necessarily for HVAC or cooling, I should say, because if you put in a unit that is too big for your house, it's going to cool the house too quickly. Mm-hmm. And then that can cause moisture to condense in the air and increase the humidity within the house. Yes. So um, that can cause mold and that can be just generally uncomfortable and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, which was an issue we had in the beginning, which we had uh, high humidity and there was some water coming down the wall too. Okay. But that, I think that was just uh, something was loose. So I think that's taken care of. They have, they so as they run, they're going to collect water in the unit and that water has to go somewhere. So it's, it's going to run through a condensate discharge. And that is important to, to carry everything away, especially with a mini split system. Yeah. Everything has to be really tight and it has to discharge out of the house. Typically, you see them either draining onto a roof or they run down the side of the house and they drain at the ground level. Um, Inside your house, they are going to be draining directly into a condensate discharge pump. And that pump can either be routed to a sump crock, a floor drain, or a sink of some kind. Um, A lot of times, especially in new build construction, uh, I will see them that they are just plumbed straight into the floor when they pour the new floor they'll they'll leave a little hole and then they they just run the drain into that hole hmm. um it will tend to clog up with bacteria growth and algae and debris and it gets pretty nasty so i always recommend to install a condensate discharge pump and then pump it directly to a dedicated drain gotcha um that's going to that's gonna keep water out of your floating slab. It's going to keep water from backing up. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the optimal um, configuration for, for, for condensate management. So I just want to circle back to something, too, that you touched on with the age of a system. We, sure. You said 25 yeah. years is the average, right? Mm-hmm. How are you determining the age of these systems? Is it just a matter of, like, checking out the unit outside and you can see, like, you could just see on the sticker somewhere. It's yep. like, hey, this is made in such and such time, or is there, you know, some type of service thing that you're looking for? I'm just how do how do I look for that? Yeah. So, a um, couple things. Usually, so if I was doing a home inspection for you, the first thing I would do is I go inside the house um, and I take pictures because I have an assistant who works remotely, uh, and he he includes those photos in the report. So, one thing that we're looking at is uh, service tags. So, if you're uh, HVAC has been serviced by one of the larger companies. They'll put in a tag and they'll say, like, it was cleaned on this date mm-hmm. by so-and-so. This is what we did, whatever. Um, so check that. If I don't see that within the year, definitely have to be a little bit more uh, intrusive looking uh, around to see if it's warranted. It usually is. I always recommend just to have it cleaned and service, especially after a real estate transaction, um, just have it done. And you want to do it once a year. Um, but to look at the age of the unit, there is a tag. There should be, a lot of times, a serial tag that has um, all kinds of data as far as the tonnage, 
the make of the model, there's a serial number that is included, um, and the coolant that is that it's being used with the unit. Okay. So I can either sometimes manufacturers will put the manufacturer date on the tag immediately, so you can just walk up to it, say manufactured um, uh, March of 2012. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of times though, I have to look at the serial number. And then I have to, from the serial number, pull the age of the unit. Um, each manufacturer is a little different, um, but having done this for so long, I can usually just look at a serial number and tell you how old the unit is. Um, but I do have a service that I can punch a serial number in to, and then I can uh, make a determination of the age of the unit after that. Gotcha. Okay. Same with furnaces. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that, that um, when I'm walking through a house with people that are p- potential home buyers, that's definitely something I'm looking for is to service stuff as well. And, um, you know, when we get into furnaces too, we'll, we'll talk about what signs of it being a high-efficient furnace as well. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, what else with AC units that people need to know? So you're, you're looking at the age. You're making sure everything's looking good. You're recommending things are getting cleaned. Are you yep. checking out uh, electrical connections? Are you looking at the thermostats? What yeah, are you doing? Absolutely. So um, outside, there is an electrical safety disconnect switch that needs to be present within arm's length of the unit. Okay. So that's a code safety kind of thing. So if there's uh, somebody who's working on the unit... Um, they need to be able to reach over and pull this plug out to disconnect all the power to the unit. Um, it's pretty rare that I see that they're not there. Sometimes they're damaged, but I would say 99% of the time that they're there. Um, the other thing that we are looking at is if they're level. Um, the cooling units have to be level when they're outside. Um, because there is a fan that spins inside the unit. So if that unit comes off level, the fan is then unlevel, and that can prematurely wear out the bearings that's inside of it, and that can damage the fan. Gotcha. So it causes a lot of noise, shaking, all that kind of stuff. Is that something, too, uh, people lubricate? Moving parts and all the stuff in the air conditioner? Sometimes, not usually. A lot of that stuff is sealed, like sealed bearings and things like that. But that is, again, going to fall under the scope of when you have it all cleaned and serviced annually, um, your your technician should be able to properly assess, maintain, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So cleaning and maintaining is something you'd say get a professional to come in to do. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of guys on YouTube that will talk about how to clean it yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You will never get it as good as as a, a professional can do it, though. Sure. So... And I'm sure as far as like, you know, taking apart things and cleaning them, you have a potential to so damage stuff. Yeah, completely yeah. ruin your system. Yeah, those fins that are inside those units um, that that catch and exchange the heat mm-hmm. are very delicate. It's just like a radiator in a car, you know. Sure. So um, if you are to fold them, um, you are reducing the efficiency of the unit. Some of them have um, like I forget what it's called, but some look like a radiator where, where there's vertical fins. Mm-hmm. Some have these like coiled spiky fins where they look like long needles or fingers that, that come out of them. Okay. And those, once they're flat, they're pretty much done as far as I'm concerned or as far as I know. 
Um, the, the vertical fins, you usually can get a comb if they get folded over and you can straighten them again. It's an HVAC comb. Um, but the, but the, the needle type ones I think are done gotcha. if they get folded over. So anything else we should, uh, know about air conditioning units and stuff like that, Justin? No, the biggest thing is definitely to get them cleaned once okay. a year. You know, they're. You said midsummer. Midsummer is good to get all the cottonwood and the grass out, so that you have the rest of the cooling season to um, to to be nice and efficient and and running like it should be. Gotcha. All right, Justin Kiesel from Old County Home Inspections. I'm Shane Allen from the Anthony Butera team with Keller Williams. That's what you need to know about your air conditioning. If you have any more questions, I'm sure Justin would love to talk to you. Or, Absolutely. You know, hit me up as well. That is the House School Podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.